yeah. And welcome to episode, I'm sorry, and welcome to episode 83 of Large Popcorn, a space where friends gather around and have elevated and comfortable discussions about all things film, period. For those of you who don't know me, I'm your host, Christian Macias, and alongside me, as always, one of the hosts of Remember the Film and one half of I'm So Tired, my Italian Sinistallian, Hugo Benight. I'd just like to say that I think it's very funny how the culture has decided that is it is completely okay to just make fun of Italians. Yeah, it's a good decision we've made. Like I'm not even I'm not mad about it. It's awesome. Like I'm genuinely yeah, I think it's funny. Italians and Brits, the two, and you're Italians both. and Brits and the French. And you're I feel both. like yeah, I feel like you can do. French, I, mean, I feel like French you can do French well. people as well. Those no, are the three that you, you know, can just any any other ones. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah, as long as they're European and white, you can make fun of them, yep. and I, yep. I think that's great. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. One thing about us, we hate white Europeans. Yep, at large exactly. popcorn. Yeah, that other voice you heard previously, of which in, I am not one, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you might be. You might be. Uh, the other voice previously one third of Cantina Conversations, number one Metroid and Funky Kong fan in Eastern Canada. That's true. DJ Gillard. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate it. appreciate coming back after, you know, the long hiatus. You know, I can't remember when we did the episode. It was last year, it was last year right? No, it was 2021, no. I'm pretty sure. All right, yeah. cool. Time. That's thanks, huh? I love that stuff. I love how it moves. It's great. Do you remember what, do you remember what movie? Yeah. Do you remember what movie you were here for? Yeah, it was Batman Beyond. Yes, I do remember. Return of the Joker. Return of the Joker, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Good Very movie. cool. Good movie. Good movie. Folks, let's get into the show. Okay. Remember that Large Popcorn is your movie podcast where I and a guest, or sorry, we, Hugo, we, I apologize to you. We and a guest. Okay. I, I have imposter syndrome anyway, so you cannot include me. It's fine. We and a guest talk about the latest in cinema world news as well as anything and everything movies. If you like what you hear, please give us a sub on your favorite podcast service of choice. And remember to leave a review because that does indeed help us out. If you have any questions, please DM them directly to Large Popcorn Pod over on Twitter. Or you can dial in at speakpipe.com slash largepopcorn where you can leave us a message. We'll play it live for you on the show. We'll listen to you and react to you because we love you. A new episode of LP goes live every other Tuesday. So we sincerely hope that you... Stick around, and as always, all the resources and items we discuss in today's show will be down in the show notes slash description below. For now, let's get into our short segments, starting with the director's chair. DJ, I have some questions for you, okay? Okay, hit me. Okay. Open up your letterbox right now. Right now. I saw this. I, I totally forgot that you do this. And I, I didn't even think, I don't think we did it when I was on the show originally. And I, I totally forgot until I saw the show notes. I was like, oh God, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to defend this. No. Okay. You, you don't have to defend it, but let's just talk about it. Let's talk okay, about it. Let's, talk about it. let's yeah. talk about it. Your top four on Letterboxd. Walk us through. I'm blind on this. I don't actually know what they are. So Hell yeah. Let's go. Because I think, I think he's around. changed. I'll, I'll be the audience. Okay. I have not changed these in like three years. Like I probably made these like the day I made a Waterbox account. Never changed. That's not true. I, I watched one of these movies after I had a Waterbox account. So one of them is different probably. Let's go one by one. Your okay. first one. Okay. Number one is Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Out of that? Return, now, Return of the Jedi, Jedi dude. Return of the Jedi is my favorite one, yes. 
I it sure. just is. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Mo- mostly for the the final Luke Vader Palpatine stuff. That's, always, that's that's always been my favorite uh, part of Star Wars. Just that whole dynamic that they have in the those like final that's hour. That's like every time I rewatch them, I'm like more like maybe Empire is better. Maybe I'm just maybe I was really partial to my first time watch, and I had a really good time, and I was just in the mood. And then, but every time you rewatch it, the rewatch them all, I'm just like. Yeah, Empire is kind of objectively better, but Return of the Jedi is like my one. That's like, I love it. It's my I, heart, so I, I do like that's the design. Favorite. I like the design of the uh, the scout troopers. I think they look like the coolest. They do trooper. look sick. They oh, yeah. do look sick. Yeah, all the what, Endor stuff is is great. What are the name you know, the little uh, gremlin little things? Guys? Yeah. Why am I forgetting it? I I don't know why I'm forgetting it right now because like what I love these about? dudes. Uh, the Ewoks? the Ewok. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah. There's that a whole mode in Battlefront 2 based on that part of the movie when they're, you're doing Ewok hunt. Ewok hunt's the best. It's, the, it's a great movie. Great are you, movie. Wait, are you hunting Ewoks? Or You've are never you Ewoks played Ewok hunt? People? You're I've doing ne- both. No. So in Ewok hunt, oh. you, ha- you should, you should play up. this. It, I, I guarantee no one plays this anymore except for like me, Jackson, and Will will play it like once every <laughs> six months. But in Ewok hunt, two people start as Ewoks. And you have to hunt down the stormtroopers, and it's like nighttime, but okay. the Ewoks can see in night, but the stormtroopers like can't, so it's like terrifying. Uh, and you're hunting uh, them down with like spears. Canonically established in Return of the Yeah, Jedi. canonically Ewoks yeah. can see at night. Yeah, obviously, you can throw go to like bombs that they have and all that stuff, and it's it's the best. And it's when you get taken down, you become an Ewok too, and the goal is to like last what? long enough for the the ship to come down and save everyone, and the Ewoks goal is just take over. Well, the best part about the mode. Funny. The best part about the mode is that there's a there's a mechanic that has a horn, and it's like the like the end of uh, Return of the Jedi <laughs> horn. True. But all it is for, I don't, I think there might be like a stats bonus to it. But all it really is is just like you track guy, a guy down, and then you blow your horn to like bring all the Ewoks over. It's the it's the best when you get a match where it's like. It's like twenty Ewoks left and like one dude, and then everyone is just crowded in the suit the entire time. It's the best, well, the best mode. Well, there you have it, folks. DJ is actually that's insane. why Return of the Jedi is the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, because Ewok hunt. It's actually this year what is the fortieth anniversary of Return of the Jedi, and they were selling all yep. this cool merch at Star Wars Celebration, which I will mention later as well. But and, and I got this cool T-shirt. That has the the new like the symbol for the 40th anniversary and it's wrong size it doesn't fit so I, I was really depressed about that. Is it I bigger? Like, it's it's too small. It's too tight. Oh, it's too but, small. Like, it's an M, which is just weird. Uh, yeah, it's like weird. I'm I'm a short guy. I don't I've never worn an L in my life. So I was like, yeah, M, short. I'll, I didn't even think of, uh, you couldn't try stuff. But like, yeah, it was a shame. But whatever. Let's Damn. Keep going. Yeah. Second movie. Second movie is Princess Mononoke. Interesting pick. Yeah, it's it's Great. it's good. I don't, I, it's my favorite Ghibli for sure. Uh, I I am that loser that watched it because I was like, I've heard that this Zelda game is taking some inspiration. Of course. And then I watched oh it. Oh my I god! Like, yeah, <laughs> I am I am that loser. So that's that's me, I guess. But to be honest with you, replaying all the other Zeldas, it didn't start with Breath of the Wild. They've been doing that the whole way. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no. But no, it's a great movie. I I honestly I watched it once four or five years ago at this point, so I I, I really couldn't tell you specifics about why I love it. I just do. I love this, that I love that dude. I love the chick. She's cool too. 
It's got Hold some on. stuff about environmentalism. I watched like six video essays five years ago and I was like, this is really smart. Could I tell yeah. you anything like specifically now? No, I, I no. This guy watched this movie once and was like, this rocks. This is going in my favorite like movies of all time and then never saw it ever again. I would like to watch it again. I would like to watch it again. Third one day. I think that's one day. Yeah. Third, third? Uh, third pick. Yeah, it's a great one. Okay. Blade Runner 2049. That's which, what's up. Which that's what's up. Yeah. is. No Self-explanatory. No, no need to explain. Yeah, I think you've you've done you 100 percent done an episode on Blade Runner 2049. Somewhere yeah, I did. Lines. I did. So, yeah, great, great movie. And um, we have well, the evil new you know. merch. So yeah, <laughs> right. We do. Best in <laughs> movie is Blade Runner. So, I in my opinion, yeah, there you go. I agree. Go. Now my favorite part of this thing. movie actually oh. is uh, all the Instagram memes that I see now with Ryan Gosling. They're, they're the <laughs> I'm him. Best. We're him. You are. You are him. I'm yes. literally him. Yeah. Yep. That's the best part of the movie. Number four. <laughs> 2003. Let's click and see. Yep, I got it. 2003. Mike Myers classic. The cat. Dr. Seuss is the cat in the hat. Yep. Yeah, dude. The, the live action one. Live action? A movie? Live action. You've never. Oh, Hugo. Hugo. Directed, copy this. this link and let's post it. Let's. I want to see Hugo's reaction to this. Directed if by Bo Welch, the by the way, who has never Whoever directed anything else. Yeah, <laughs> just this one movie, and that's it. Just this one movie. Of course. Wow. I mean, yeah. what else do you need? You don't need more than that. Like, hang on. You send me a link. Give me a yeah, I sent. I sent. Yeah, you got to go to the Waterbox page if you've never seen that. I'm. You must have seen like the the image of this cap before. The terrifying. Oh, yeah, no, this I is, was dude. already on the little. God, it looks. Yeah, it looks horrific. But yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, this is this is one of those movies that has a two point five average, but like a bunch of five stars. Yeah, I'm. Like, I'm the, not one of them actually. I should make myself. There we go. Five stars. Cool. What was it I'm before? One of, I'm one of them now. It was. It wasn't even reviewed before. But incredible just... dude <laughs> oh that's fantastic oh, you should watch this. it it's this fun. sounds crazy dakota fanning yep oh, hugo what Alec Baldwin. Baldwin, famous murderer so yeah good stuff yeah, oh, yeah. nice dj nice hugo what if we watch this movie? minutes you know how much we love just short movies that just in and out 81 you know? yeah that is true. what if we watch this movie you say yeah, I, mean, I guess we could. Like one day, just threw it in, like you know, like something. Sure. Yeah. Extra segment. Cat in the hat. <laughs> Extra segment. Episode. Watch the cat in the hat. Yeah. No, like a movie club option. Sure, we could do that. Yeah, I'm gonna keep this in mind. Oh, we. I'll we were the thinking vote. about one of the themes yeah. being insane no, movies, so mm-hmm. I guess that could... this would work. This would work. <laughs> there you have it, TJ. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's my top four. Incredible. Thank you for sharing. What a I wild ride. Let's get into Real Roundup. This is our movie news segment. We've got two items for you today. However, these two items are are lofty ones. Uh, Starting with Star Wars Celebration 2023 was in London, the UK, Britain, Great Britain. And who who was there? Who was there? Hugo was there. Hugo, Uh, tell us about it. I was there. I was there uh, for one day only because it's it's really fucking expensive to go to Star Wars Celebration. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I was there on the second day, I think, on the Saturday when they were doing the big uh, Ahsoka panel uh, where they were showing the trailer and there was a different version of the trailer where we actually got to see uh, a few extra shots of cool stuff. We got to see some space whales. We got to see the face uh, of Thrawn will be the returning main villain of the show. Uh, I was thinking they were actually going to show us uh, an actor for Ezra, but I guess it's not confirmed that he's in the show yet. So we'll find out, I suppose. Um, but yeah, basically Celebration is is like you're in this big convention center and just kind of walking around and there's Star Wars cosplayers everywhere and, and people just enjoying Star Wars and big statues and stuff. Uh, and uh, we had a really good time. I was there with Islam, a friend of the show, who was also there, and Julia and Joe, who are our respective girlfriends, were also there. Um, and yeah, it was awesome. Like, it, it was like, it kind of really... Uh, you know how um, people are different in real life than they are online? Like, and, and I mean, it specifically in, in terms of, like, discourse and and fandom and that kind of stuff and and being in an environment with people just enjoying stuff is cool because it's like oh people in real life are just normal you know even the hardcore people who will wear like a full mandalorian costume that they made in their house you talk to them at these events and they're just like oh yeah i just love star wars and it's great to cool look at the stormtroopers and stuff and it's like there's no discourse. There's no, oh, I hate that movie. It ruined my childhood. It's like, it's just fun. There were a bunch of people just dressed as George Lucas that you would meet. There was there was this one guy walking around who was dressed like as Darth Jar Jar. He had a Jar Jar costume, but as a Sith. Because uh, I think there's a non-canon comic that, that did that back in the day or something like that or whatever. But it, it was just cool. It was cool to be in the environment. Um, and the Ahsoka panel... Uh, it was actually pretty interesting because, like, they sh- a lot of what they talked about is how much they actually trained for this to do most of the action themselves. So it mm-hmm. seems like the focus on like hand-to-hand combat and and sword fighting uh, will be a big part of the show, which I, I appreciate. I think um, I have some problems with the vo- with the way they use the volume sometimes, but I think it's at its best when it's only a few characters. And there's that one scene in the Ahsoka episode in season two of Mandalorian where she has that that sword fight uh, with that lady uh, where she the, the lady has a spear and she has her you know lightsabers and and that's one of the best scenes in Mandalorian in my opinion and I think if they can do more of that uh, the show will be really fun. Also, the trailer look great, looks great. I'm, I'm sure you've seen it, DJ. I don't know if you've seen it, Christian, because yes, you have. sometimes skip. Trailers. I didn't. I didn't but watch it. The trailer, it, I mean, it's really a sequel to Rebels, this show. Uh, so it's like, is that, is that good or bad? For me, it's good because I've watched Rebels and Clone Wars and really enjoy them. But I can see how parts of it might be a little jarring for people who maybe just jumped on uh, with the Disney Plus era of kind of Star Wars TV. I mean, the Mandalorian is pretty jarring for a lot of people that have not watched the other yeah. shows. So this show is like, going to be even worse. Season one of The Mandalorian, you can just like, oh, I'll just watch this show. And for the most part, it's just this guy trying to take this little Yoda to his kind. And he has side quests on the way. But season two is like, start getting Bo-Katan and all these characters. If you don't have any background, uh, it can be a bit confusing, I guess. But we'll see how that works out for them. But I I am excited for it. Uh, And the people working on it all seemed uh, very excited about 
the amount of work and training and stuff they had done for it. So I think that's good. We've got two uh, key actors announced uh, for Ahsoka. Yes. Mary Elizabeth uh, Winstead. Winstead? Winstead? Yeah. Fantastic. Winstead, love, yeah. Love her. And then Mass yeah. Mikkelsen joining as no, well. No, that's the wrong... That's oh, the that's wrong, the wrong Mikkelsen. Ooh. It's Lars Mikkelsen, who is Mass Mikkelsen's brother. Yeah, yes. Who played Thrawn as a voice actor in the animated shows. And they re- and they cast him for the part. Um, and we were in this theater, big giant uh, theater with like 4,000 people. And when the alternate version of the trailer that they showed us, you could see his face. And then he came out and oh. the people went insane. It was, it was really fun. It, it, it was actually really, really fun. Was uh, Islam going insane? Islam, the funniest thing was oh uh, that Islam, Islam and Joe started losing their minds. And I was like, you guys are like, is Joe that into the Star Wars Rebels TV is, show? Is like, why does she give a shit about Thrawn? And then it turns out like, it's just because they know Lars Mikkelsen, who is yeah. Matt's brother, and he's very famous in Denmark. And so yeah. they were really excited about him being there. And yeah, it was great. Because I looked over at them and I was really confused because like, oh, I guess they really like Thrawn. I don't know. That's yeah, it's like, when, it's like when The Rock gets cast in like Rampage in the US. It's like no one knows what Rampage is, but everyone's yeah. like, The Rock, The Rock. The Rock. The, it's like that. that. Stuff. It's like that. Yeah. DJ, how are you feeling about Ahsoka? I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. I, I reciprocate all those things. I wish I had seen that trailer that Hugo was talking about. I'm sure if I dug around, I could find that version on a like terrible cell phone and like someone's head is in the way. I'm not gonna do that. They, but, were, you know. they had cameras everywhere. I've heard, point, yeah. And they, and they turned them towards people during the trailers. Yeah, it was because they really wanted to not let people, you know, it's all out it. there to be fair. Like there's a there's I'm, an Andor sure season two one out there. I haven't watched. I didn't watch any. I never watched those because I'm just like, it's not worth it. But, you know, yeah, no. I'm very excited about all these shows. And especially the Ahsoka one is also a Rebels fan. I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see where that goes, especially considering I just kind of assumed I didn't assume a lot of the storylines were dead, but I thought they were all going to get kind of folded into just being like a side thing in Mando. But now it's mm. like, no, we're this is this is Rebels season five. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I'm um, cool. Let's do it. So let's let's go through some of the TV stuff you just mentioned, because there's a couple of announcements. We already talked about Ahsoka. We got to look at. Uh, well, I didn't see it, but Andor season two, I think, got a trailer at at it's Star Wars Celebration. They got a sneak some kind of look. Yeah, I, I'm not sure the specifics of it, but they definitely showed some stuff. But return. Yeah. Return of the Goat for me. Tony Gilroy. Yeah. His work on, on Andor is fantastic. I am very excited for it. Come yeah, on. Me too. Come on. But that's, I think that's 2024. So I think. Yeah, I heard I that that was even like. even at Celebration, they just had a brief. Yeah, it was thing. Very Like it wasn't a full trailer or anything. Gotcha. I, I, told, I totally forgot about it until I saw that with the, the trailer news. It's like, oh yeah. And then like August 2024, I was like, good God. That's like oh, a yeah. fake year. That's not a real yeah. year. Dude. It is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How are we feeling about uh, Acolyte, which I, I had to read about this. This is, um, I think, what, the invasion of something towards the end of... I think of... Acolyte is the one that is set in the, like, High Republic era. Yeah. It's yes. High Republic. Yeah. Which so is yeah. the the timeline they established with the novels or whatever. So. Yeah, it's kind of being know. pitched as, like, the end of the High Republic. So, cool. yes. if you've if you've read the... I've only read... I've read everything in Phase 1. I haven't touched Phase 2. 
which I think there's only one mainline book, maybe two mainline books for season two. They right. do the thing where it's like, here's the main love book, and then here's a YA book, and then here's a kid's book, and then there's also a comic run. You don't need to read all that stuff. You just read like the main stuff. You're kind of good. So I've read the all the first phase. But, I mean, it's it, they're good, but I'm not... I'm not super hyped up about this until like I actually see some stuff about it. The thing I'm kind of curious about is the fact that it's going to be a live action show being pitched for people that have not watched, read any of these books. And why would yeah. they? Because they're not losers like me. So <laughs> my, my take is they just have ABC canon and they'll just make a show that is set in that time. But if you haven't read the books, it'll be completely understandable. Yeah. yeah and I, then I think be, it I mean, will be. There'll be some reference references and stuff like, oh, I've read the book, so I get it, but it's, you know. The thing is, the, with where High Republic takes place and where it's kind of going mm. from the stuff I read, it's kind of going to like some sort of like introduction to the Sith. So it, it sounds like we're going to do oh. some Darth Plagueis stuff, which will be something that will play for uh, for people that have only watched the movies that apply. Because they'll be like, oh, that, that dude from the meme, all right. Let's, oh, let's yeah, see what's yeah. going on here. The tragedy. Let's see what, what yeah, let's, was, let's he, see was he what really happened. that wise? <laughs> yeah. This... But there, there's I'm excited for High Republic. Like there's there's some cool characters there that I'm I'm really pumped if we see them live action. But I don't know. They could be dead in the books by the time we get there, so who even knows? I can't tell you. This is the show. Um first of all, it's being pitched. I think the, the showrunner, I don't have her name. Um pitched it as like tonally frozen meets kill bill which is all right interesting but oh. um uh what excites me about yeah, that I think this is the one where they were talking about uh looking at like chinese wuxia films right yes and yes yeah. correct and then we have two directors already uh, attached to the series which one is alex garcia lopez which has done some a lot of tv <laughs> stuff the witcher daredevil punisher uh and then coconata which is insane to me. Get out of here. After Yang, Columbus, working yeah, on Acolyte. Star Wars, yeah. And now Star Wars. Crazy. Although, to be fair, they seem to be tapping uh, a lot of, like, cool indie directors to do, like, one episode of these. Like, I think the Daniels are doing an episode of Test. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, like, that, that's kind of cool. Like, it's just a guest thing, so... The, the showrunners are always someone that's there, but then I think they just find cool people, and I think... They probably just go to these people and they're like, oh, would you like to direct a Star Wars for 45 minutes and you don't even have to work on the script? And it's just like, why would you say no to that, to an episode? Yeah. I'm sure it's not that big a commitment ultimately for these people. Mm. Yeah. It's still tight though. Come on. Very yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's great. I I'm sure they'll do a great job. I'm going to briefly mention four more. We got uh, another look at Skeleton Crew. Is that one live mm -hmm. action or is that is it animated? That is live action. No, no, no. Skeleton Crew is live action. That's the one with I think Jude Law and like a bunch of kids in the Star Wars universe. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like the rumors were it's like, oh, they're doing like a Stranger Things ripoff, but Star Wars. Not not to be that sound rude about it. I'm sure it'll be good, yeah. but that's kind of the vibe they're going for. <laughs> DJ it, says, yeah, it's more sounding like it's its own like little story that isn't isn't necessarily oh good versus evil, uh, necessarily. It's yeah. more like these kids having little adventures in space, which I, could be cool. I don't know. We'll see. That's kind of exciting me. Uh, and then we got a look at uh, Tales of the Jedi, uh, Bad Batch, what, season two? No, season two is airing Season now. three. Season I three, guess, yeah. yeah. And then Star Wars Visions, volume two. Cool. Cool stuff. Tales of the Jedi was fantastic, so I'm excited for more of that. Bad Batch, eh, I've kind of fallen off this season, but whatever. Maybe I'll watch it all. 
I watched the whole first season and I was like, I, I cannot do this anymore. I will say season two, there are some episodes where I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is fantastic. Like, I can't believe yeah. it. Where they're doing it. Like, they're actually doing something interesting. Then there'll just be like three episodes in the row where I'm just like, why am I watching yeah. this? For me, season one was like that, where it was like, oh, this episode, the green lizard lady is like, oh, you need to make money. So go on this mission yeah. and stop these people from stealing this thing. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. like there's one episode of this season, Hugo, that is straight yeah. up like it's all on Coruscant and it's a character from Clone Wars, one of the like one of the senders, I think, from Felicia. And she's oh. like going on this whole thing with like about like clone rights and like wh what what they deserve after the war and like all this stuff and like how the Republic and the Republic's like totally just like, well, or the Empire, I guess, at this point. Yeah. It's like, wait, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to let them rot. And like, it's it's like a, an actually insanely good episode of like political fiction. Then in the next episode, it's just like, we're fighting the Zillow Beast. Like, <laughs> Again. What yeah. is this show? Incredible. But yeah. yeah. A question for YouTube. Yeah, Should I be watching Mandalorian season three? You think? Uh, you could. You could honestly skip the first four episodes and just kind of watch the recap and then watch the final three where it actually gets good, in my opinion. But mm. <laughs> we'll see. No, I mean, it's fine. It's it, it's never bad. Mandalorian is still good. Uh, I think it's it. I think the first half of the season, really the first five episodes almost for me were kind of spinning their wheels a little bit or it's like a, a, they're kind of hammering in a point that we already had and they i feel like they could have moved on a little faster but i'm still enjoying it and i will still keep watching it so yeah i pretty much it depends on that. you yeah mm. okay Real what about quick. movies though yes let's talk about these movies we got we got uh news on three Live action movies that are mm -hmm. that are confirmed. Uh, top of our list right out, right here is uh, Dave Filoni's what we're calling the Mandoverse climax, which this film is going to be like uh, supposedly a climax of the Mandalorian, of Ahsoka, and of the Book of Boba, Boba Fett, kind of closing that chapter on on those three shows yes. in in a, in a movie format. And is this exciting to you? Not really. I can't, can't lie to you. Yeah, I was kind of. I'm just kind of like, why? Why do we need to do a movie of this? Like, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe four seasons of shows by now, I'll be like, this is gonna be sick. This is gonna be sick. But maybe. for now, I'm just like, all right. I guess they're gonna do a movie with the Mandorin, and then even though I get like a 35 minute movie every week, that's fine. I guess whatever. It's. I mean, obviously, there's stuff you can do on a Star Wars film with 250 yeah. million dollars that you can't do on tv uh i'm just wondering what like because i feel like yes there are stories that the mandalorian is leading into but they're still not like a, a big overarching thing that i could no. see being a big cinematic conclusion yet although i do think with ahsoka and then mando season four they will probably make thrawn the main villain and i could see a movie mm. about that being interesting like some people throwing around that it might be uh, heir to the empire uh, as a movie which apparent which i found out last week is you know one of the books uh with thrawn that people really like um i don't know it seems weird to conclude what happened in tv shows in a movie and dave filoni <laughs> has never made a movie before but 
uh, I don't know. This I think this is the one that I'm more, I guess, less excited on because I have more questions about what right. it is. Here's my question. Is Giancarlo Esposito a character yet? Is he back? Yeah, he's what back. What do you mean? Oh, he's back, yeah. Spoilers for Mandalorian Season 3, I guess we should say. But yes, he's, <laughs> okay. he's around. Okay. He's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's always fun. Next movie. This this one kind of excited me a little bit. Uh, James Mangold. You may know him as the director of Logan and um, upcoming Indiana Jones, Dallas of Destiny film. Doing a Dawn of the Jedi era film, which is previously kind of an unexplored territory for Star Wars, um, at least in like visual format. I don't know if there's book formats on this era, but very cool to be going back hundreds of you know thousands of years, beginning of the Jedi. Yes, I'm. This one I'm very into because I like all like in the in the TV show in the animated shows especially they just go really weird with all the Force stuff yeah. and the mysticism of the Force and I think this is what this one would be doing like the origins of how they even discovered that they had this connection and I think they could do a bunch of cool visual interesting stuff with it and even explore the idea of the Force and the Jedi without the context of. Well, yeah, the Jedi has the blue lightsaber and like the Sith has the red lights. Like I think get away from that iconography that we all know and, and see what they can do with an origin of that. It, it sounds cool. Also, James Van Gold makes good movies. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm I'm into it too. I agree. I, I would I like I would love to see this finally explored because there are books, but they're not canon anymore, and I, I don't mm. know what's even in them to begin with. So I, I'm very interested to see what this this regime has, what their ideas are, uh, for sure. So I'm excited. And I, I like I like Ogan, so I'm I'm ready for Mangold to take me. See what he got to do. I knew I was missing one Mangold movie. I couldn't remember it. I just Ford just now Ford versus Ferrari, Ford Ferrari. the Boomer yeah. movie. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. It is a boomer movie, though. He also made like Girl Interrupted, and like he's been ma- he he's worked in a bunch of different genres, which I think oh, gives yeah. him an interesting perspective. Like he's not some guy who's only done like science fiction, and that's why you get the science fiction guy. Holy um, shit! And it's also interesting that that Lucasfilm is it. You know, they're probably really confident in this Indiana Jones five movie. Like they're premiering it at Cannes, even though of course some Lucasfilms have premiered at Cannes that didn't really get that positive. <laughs> Uh, in terms of review ultimately but like and then they're already signing him for a new movie before they even have the reception for that one so like they must trust this guy there's faith there that's cool that's gotta feel good yeah next film we got confirmation of is a film by Charmaine Obeyed Chinoy which is a new sequel film set 15 years after episode 9 and it is the return of uh of Ray, I'm forgetting her actress's name. Daisy Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley, uh, yeah. Yeah. She's trying to establish a new a Jedi order. This thoughts. uh you go, DJ. What what are your thoughts on this? My thoughts is I would not like to see this personally, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, we got like two sentences, so like we'll see what the movie actually is. Like one of the things I keep getting mad with people on the internet, I'm not getting, I'm not, I'm not fighting in the comments with people. I'm just getting mad in my head, but I'm getting mad at people about this when everyone's like, "Why are they making Ray start the new Jedi Order?" And I'm just like, "If you were Mark, but like no, but if you were Mark, because there'd be like the Jedi Order is bad. Like we've established this. Like that's what the prequels are literally about, and all this stuff. And I was like, sure. if you were, if you were marketing a movie." 
and you had two sentences to say about this, what would you say? You would say, oh, yeah, they're they're doing some Jedi stuff. You guys like that, right? And that plays for like 90% of people. Like no one, no one actually remembers that the Jedi were bad in the prequels. Everyone's just like, yeah, the Mace Windu guy was sick, right? He was like, he had the purple one. He He was sick. Yeah. He, and he was sick. Yeah. You're right. He was (laughs) kind of a piece of shit, but that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Forget about that. Forget about that. But I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I'll, I'll wait and see when they have a a real pitch for me instead of like, I don't know. We got a director and this actress is coming back and you know, there's an actual thing in someone's head where it's like, this is kind of where we're going with it. What I want from this is like, don't call it episode 10 and then I'll be no. fine with it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Mm. I don't think mm. they will either. No, I don't think that it doesn't sound You're like done with new... the Skywalker saga. So yeah. I, I, no more yeah. episodes. Yeah. I, I don't think they'll do episodes. And I don't, I also don't think this is necessarily the beginning of like a trilogy. Like, I think this is a movie, and they'll just do a movie and see how it goes, Mm. which I think is good for now. Crazy idea. Crazy idea. Yeah. Crazy idea. Uh, Be cool. Uh, This director, she she worked on Miss Marvel, and she's like a a director from from Pakistan, uh, which is cool. Like, they're giving Star Wars to, like, people from different backgrounds, uh, which is probably a good idea. Wow. This already has a letterboxed profile this movie it's called i I mean every every upcoming movie has a letterbox profile and and the look at this poster they put up is (laughs) atrocious i don't know who did this it's obviously not official but like it's awful (laughs) real quick i want to oh hugo activity from freds hugo panai wants to watch already added it this (laughs) fucking guy (laughs) this guy um real quick before we move on i want to mention that fucking dj is right dude DJ is right. I was him. When, when I, was I think him. Of, when I think of Mace Windu, I'm like, I don't think about the character. I just think, man, that purple lightsaber was fucking cool. Yeah, that guy's yeah, sick. Damn, yeah, that's cool. Uh, we get, <clears throat> two more quick things. Taika Waititi's still reportedly working on his Star Wars movies, but, you know, no date, no no rush, this, Kathleen Kennedy, I think is saying. Is it ever coming I, out? I don't know. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. This this is the thing. This is the thing with all three of these Star Wars announcements is that we did this dance like two years ago and then we also did this dance four years ago and we also did this dance yeah. five years ago where they're like, here's six Star Wars movies we're coming out with and then none of them get made. So yeah. I, I feel like these are slightly more concrete just because there's a pitch. Like I feel like the, the Taika Waititi was always, oh, Taika Waititi is doing a Star Wars and that's yeah. it. There's no information. Got. You know what I mean? Whereas these seem like the kind of thing that they would do. So we'll see. Yeah. And then like Ryan... James Mangold actually talked about his movie at a panel and there was some yeah. quotes about it. Like he actually and talked like... about like, oh, this is vaguely what I kind of want to do. Exactly. But what if like Indiana Jones 5 comes out and everyone hates it? Like, does, There's it, no does chance. this movie go away just like the Ryan Johnson movies or, you know? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, they keep saying they're going to make the Ryan Johnson movies. Yeah, but but not, like, if, if they wanted to cut tail, I feel like they would have. I feel like they would have been like at, because of if they wanted to cut tail because of the reaction, right? They would have been like, oh. yeah, sure, let's get rid of this dude. But every time someone asked about it, Kathleen's just like, no, Ryan's a busy guy, but we're gonna do this. He's working on Knives Out sequels and writing Poker Face for Peacock. Yeah. Anyway, so have to see that. Very good. Let's move on. Yeah, I know, but Peacock. Peacock doesn't exist here, so I can't legally watch this. 
Uh, Luckily, there are other ways. Because it's a TV show, I'm like, ah, God, that seems like a pain. Whatever. Let's keep going. That's it. That's it on all the Star Wars stuff. Actually, real, Wars, real, real quick question. Jedi. Uh, Jedi. <laughs> DJ, are you going no. to play Star Wars Jedi, Jedi. Survivor? <laughs> are you going to play yes. Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Yes, I will be. Okay, well, let, me know it is. let me know how it is. I will. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Are you, yeah. are you not playing it, uh, Christian? I got it. I'm too busy with other things. I don't care. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Come on. To be fair. He's just playing all these little indie games on his PC. Not playing anything. That no one's ever heard of. I would say (laughs) this is probably, even though like it's good, it's probably very skippable because it's probably just going to be pretty much the same kind of structure as the first game. Maybe the story will be good. Maybe it won't, but. I personally want more. If you don't want more, I guess go more power to you. Don't play it. I don't know. Yeah, I just want to run around with the lightsaber and stuff. But like, it, yeah, it, this game will be hundred percent basically the same as the first one. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna chill for a month, just do me, and then get high and play Zelda when that comes out. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's that, good. That's good. Good. That's yeah. a good plan. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, our second item <laughs> on real roundup. This will be quicker, actually. Yeah. Uh, can 76 Festival du Cas. So I don't know why I did that. Uh, Hugo, we, we, that we, we got the lineup of films uh, coming out uh, for Can 76 next month, May 16th through 27th. Uh, Hugo, do you want to take the reins on this? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we just kind of... There's a bunch of movies at this uh, festival and it's impossible to really list to really figure out which ones you should be excited or or not about just because like what usually happens at these festivals is that movies will break out and there will be reviews coming out on you and we'll you know that we're tuned into movie news will be like oh now i need to you know look at this uh, movie called triangle of sadness and remember it whenever it comes out you know but beforehand it would kind of be difficult to fully point it out so we just kind of listed movies by directors that we think are interesting either because we, we like their movies or just because we're, we've heard of them um so here's a list of movies that are coming at this festival and folks if we have them the premiere can is interesting because they have movies in competition they have movies out of competition they have movies in the uncertain regard thing which is like i think it's debut directors mostly go yeah. uh, in those or like short movies it's it's complicated i don't know exactly so, how it works yeah the translation is a special look and uh they yeah, most is, well, yeah. they'll, they'll highlight mostly like first time directors or kind of smaller indie yeah. films but sometimes they'll throw in um like other like higher regard like sofia coppola has had a movie in uncertain regard you know yeah etc etc yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But basically, in competition, the one that I that we listed to point out, just because we've we know something about them, are Asteroid City by Wes Anderson, which uh, can't wait. Recently got a trailer. Looks good. What? Looks good. Can't yeah, wait. Looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like Wes Anderson doing like <laughs> close encounters of the third kind, but maybe it's not actually a, like it's unclear whether this is a sci-fi movie or not yet. Uh, but if it is, great. It's yeah. It's gonna be funny. Uh, I could I could do a Wes Anderson take on a weird sci-fi movie. Uh, that sounds fun. Uh, the cast is insane, but I don't know how he makes his movies at his budget. I think people just want to work with him because otherwise, if he had to pay all these actors what they normally would make on a blockbuster, this movie would cost five hundred million dollars. Uh, but I don't know. Whatever. Then we have May December Let's by go. Todd Haynes, director of Carol from uh, 2015, I think. 
This looks yeah. cool. This movie, it stars Natalie Portman, who is an actress investigating these other older actors who had a like a controversial relationship like 20 years before in the story of the movie um, i'm sure it'll be like an interesting character piece uh and i trust this this is the type of movie that might get a bunch of oscar nominations i trust a todd haynes movie even though i've never seen carol but i yeah. want to yeah then we have Monster by uh, our favorite <laughs> Jap- recent Japanese. I guess, no, we have a bunch of favorite Japanese directors now. Uh, but Hirokazu Koreeda, who j- seems to make a movie a year. This man works so much. He just had a series on Netflix. He made a movie last year. Uh, and I think he made a movie, like, what, the one before was, like, two years before that. It, it's crazy. Busy man. Uh, but, yeah, another movie by him. Uh, trailer looks great. Uh, it's it, Although it's hard to tell with his movies I feel like in trailers because they're so kind of almost structureless and character based that until you see yeah. it you don't know exactly what you're in for I guess I did not watch the trailer but the, the poster looks sick mm-hmm. and it's a Coretta film so yeah, no it doubt looks, it looks really good watch this yeah. immediately then I wanted to highlight two Italian movies uh, that are coming to the festival uh, nice. La Chimera by Alicia Rohrwacher or Alice Rohrwacher if you want to say in english i guess uh she made uh she made a short this year that got nominated for an oscar uh Le Pupille. it didn't win but it was it's nominated for a live action short and her movie uh happy as lazaro or lazaro felice in italian was like highlighted as one of the 10 best movies of all time or by bong joon ho on his sight and sound list so yeah a uh, young italian director she's I think she's like less than 40 years old and and uh, like 30 something and making movies and and she's one to watch. And Nanni Moretti on the other hand who made who's making this movie Sol dell'Avvenire is another Italian director who has actually won uh, the Cannes Film Festival before. He's won in 2003 I believe. Um the he won the Palme d'Or that year. Uh, and by the way the, that film that I was talking about uh, before, Happy as Lazaro, won like the best screenplay it can a few years back. So like uh, new Italian directors making cool movies. That's that's fun. Uh, that ha- hasn't happened for a while. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. What else? Congratulations. We have uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Hey, hold on. Hold on. You, 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 just, you that... just decided to skip a movie altogether. Oh, I did not I was see that one. Used. You... Sorry, shit. I didn't see it. Oh, because you added it. Oh, sorry, because I read the list before and it wasn't there before. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, we got Perfect Days. You tell me. By, by Wim Wenders. The Return of Wim Wenders. I should watch Wings of Desire. It's supposed to be one of the best. Like, you know, that movie is on lists all the time. Uh, but I've seen Paris, Texas. Uh, and I have no idea. Paris, actually, Texas, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I have actually no idea what Perfect Days is about. But if it's The Return of Wim Wenders, I should be checking this out. So notable director making a comeback, watching a you know a cool movie. Why not? Let's do it. And it's uh, yeah, in Tokyo. The, the thing is, like, a lot of these big name directors that like have made cult movies, like from seventies and eighties, it's not that they exactly went away, but like, not all their movies pan out. And sometimes they're just like, oh, new Wimbledon's movie, but then it comes out and and, and it's not that interesting. Uh, but sometimes they'll have a big comeback, and it's great. And I hope it is. We'll mm-hmm. see. Out of competition, we have uh, Killers of the Flower Moon by Martin Scorsese that I feel like it's been coming out for four years and apparently the movie is four hours long. Have an intermission. Crazy. Have an intermission, please. But otherwise, well, fuck it. Why not? 
three hours 54 minutes uh this movie uh sure i guess i will see how it turns out um it's interesting because this movie is like one of the big favorites at oscars and stuff but i feel like the oscars specifically wouldn't actually over nominate a four-hour movie so this might just kind of not go over in in that kind of audience i'm, if, I'm not sure if i can watch for it because i think yeah like eight-year-old scorsese is like oh i'm just gonna make a four-hour movie then it, there must be reason for it i'm sure i'm gonna take all of netflix's money and make whatever the fuck i want I, absolutely i'm i'm in support yeah I think the sure. reason for it is that he does not care anymore because he's 80 years old and he's just sure. like, I'll just, that, that be. I'll just do it. Why not? This is like, and this is like not even Netflix. This is Apple TV Plus. And oh, shit. It's coming to theaters. Yeah. Like they said, oh, we're putting this in theaters. We're giving it a traditional uh, theatrical That's release right. before it comes to the streaming platform. They like they. There's been news coming out of these streamers saying, look, we can't... Just putting on streaming is not profitable. We yep. have to put these movies out in theaters first. So cool. Like I don't know. I'll watch a four-hour Scorsese movie um, if he if he made it. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm interested to see why. Um, we also have Cobweb by Kim Ji Woon, which is a who's a Korean director. He made uh, I Saw the Devil, which is one of the mm. bloodiest uh, thrillers I've ever seen. Um, this is like Song Kang Ho uh, back again for another year where he King. should be nominated for an Oscar and he won't. Uh, who's playing like a director in 70s Korea where it's still kind of a dictatorship and like fighting against like the censorship to make the ending of his movie better. And it's supposed to be some kind of a meta commentary thing. Um, that'd be cool. I don't know. Sounds interesting. Hell yeah. I'm in. Indiana Jones. We were talking about it before. Dial of Dense Destiny. Okay, so you guys must have seen trailers for this. What 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 are your thoughts? What, how do you I feel? Re- I regret to inform you that the one movie on this list that like, oh, DJ might have a thought about that. I haven't seen any Indiana Jones movie, so I actually don't have a thought about that. God. So. Okay. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I think I, sh- I should though. I should before the one comes out this summer. I should, should watch a couple of them. Maybe yeah. not. Uh, maybe I won't watch. Like, isn't there a Shia Buff one? Maybe I won't watch that. Kingdom of the I Crystal like School. Well, I like it. Though, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I like all of them. This to me, Dial of Destiny but, feels but you like you could a... probably watch. Please go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Like DJ, you could watch the first one and the third one, and this one will probably not really. I mean, if I was gonna ones. watch the first, so I'm gonna watch one, two, three for sure. But sure, but like the thing about these ones is like they're not all directly connected you know what i mean you know yeah. how they made sequels back in the day this took out like a new adventure or whatever yeah so whatever you should you should definitely watch the first one though yeah i will M- my take is Go that ahead, dial of destiny looks like a proper uh what do you call those uh spiritual sequel not spiritual sequel um successor no, no, no. Legacy sequel. Legacy sequel. Thank you. you it feels go. like feels like a proper one more than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, Fee Waller Bridge what? looks great. The only thing that the only thing that like puts me off is like, uh, and obviously this makes sense. Uh, CGI, not the face, the the youngification, whatever, de aging of of um, youngification. <laughs> the youngification. Uh, the the CGI of of, uh, of uh, Indy riding the horse looks weird, but other than that, uh, movie looks great. Yeah. I think it looks good too. I, I'm still like, oh, why is Spielberg not doing this one? Mm. I'm still but thinking, ah, oh, man. I does he have he an executive producer credits, even though that probably means uh, nothing? <laughs> I mean, he might even be a direct producer on it, actually. Yeah? I'm not even sure if it's just executive. But, like, 
I don't know. I, I do think it would be cool if he made like a, a new, I, I want Spielberg before he stops making movies to make like a great adventure film again. Like he, yeah. I think his dramas are still really good, but I would like him to go back to making a fun movie. That's yeah. great and show that he can still do it, but maybe he doesn't feel like he, he's interested in that anymore. And in which case that's fine. You want a Tintin sequel? But we'll see. Tintin was good. Tintin was good. It's fine. It was not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. More special screenings (laughs) in the special screening category. We have Kubi, which means neck, which is the new and possibly last movie by Takeshi Kitano, uh, who DJ knows from the Yakuza games. Oh, yeah, he's in Yakuza <laughs> yeah. 6, 6, obviously. He's in Yakuza yeah. 6, that guy. He's directing yeah. this movie, which is a samurai film. So straight down my alley. I've seen some yeah. things. I'm very excited for this. Uh, hopefully it's great. Um, he's crazy, so usually his movies are good. Also, uh, Hidetoshi Nishijima, the guy from Drive My Car, is in this movie. Uh, so that's Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Samurai film in 2023 with a big budget, it seems, sounds great. Uh, it'll probably be really violent and, and, and bloody and cool. Uh, what else we have? Occupied City, which is not Blitz uh, by Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen is making a movie called Blitz that is supposed to be about the occupation of London during the Nazi uh, bombardments. And this movie is called Occupied City, but it's not that movie. It's about the occupation of Amsterdam in another yeah. situation. Uh, and it's a documentary, actually. It's not really, it's not even a narrative yes. film. Yes, yes. But it would be cool. It's interesting that his headspace is there. Like, he, I guess he's really interested in occupations at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, we have Strange Way of Life, which has been advertised a lot, actually, for a short film. Because ultimately, it's, this is a 30-minute short with I think it's like and... Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I think Scott, it's, like, it's like 40-something minutes, I think, or closer to 50 than 30, I think. Okay, yeah. Right, but it's not like a feature film. Right, uh, by Pedro Almodovar. Uh, yeah, Almodovar is it? Almodovar. Yeah. It, Almodovar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds great. Cowboy, gay cowboys uh, with Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke. Sounds sounds good. The emotional answer to Brokeback Mountain. It, Almodovar was actually at one point, I think, supposed to direct Brokeback Mountain, and then he didn't. So it's interesting. Like mm-hmm. it, it, the, the project, I think, was like floating around, and then he he makes this, I guess, instead. Can't wait. So we'll see. I added. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, you can you can talk about. Yeah. This. So I added some rumored premieres uh, that supposedly might mm-hmm. end up showing up. This is a big maybe. Who knows if they've been there? Uh, we have Hitman by director Richard Linklater. Should be huge. We love a Linklater film. Yeah. Poor Things by Yorgos Lanthimos, which has been getting uh, mm-hmm. anticipated by a lot of people. Lanthimos movies are always... What was the last one he did? The Favorite, I think, maybe? Yeah, this one's crazy. <laughs> the premise of this movie is Emma Stone dies, like drowns, I think, and her brain is replaced by her recently born child's brain. And so it'll be Emma, Emma Stone playing her own daughter in like a in an adult body and it's yeah. a sci-fi kind of movie it, it I, sounds crazy so i'm into it i love lanthimos movies get out of here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool They're so weird. cool and then the royal hotel 
by Katie Green, which I know nothing about, but it was uh, it was highlighted uh, as a rumor premiere. Um, so I was like, sure, oh. let's let's write it down. Jessica Henwick's uh, yeah. Ju- Julia Garner in these Hugo Weaving. Not to be confused with Hugo. Oh, Pinelli. the return of, of my guy. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Billions of people just living out their lives. Do you remember when yeah, DJ so got Mario. into the Matrix? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah. I did it. Was... I did that. I got DJ and Jackson into the Matrix. So like that, if there's one thing that I've accomplished in my life, it is this one. So Right. That's, that's true. Low bar, I guess. Yeah. But, never forget it. That's the yeah. only thing you accomplished. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember it. <laughs> All right, lads, 50 minutes in. That is it for Real Roundup. If we missed anything, feel free to shout at us over on Twitter. And if any other big news breaks, stick around because we may just talk about it on our next episode. And now let's see what's on the marquee with today's topic of the show. Woohoo! The Super Mario Bros. movie. Not the old one, the new one. That was better the- voice acting than Chris Pratt. We haven't even started discussion yet, dog. <laughs> DJ, keep it going, keep it going. please go ahead and read that storyline for us. Alrighty, I'm not gonna do an it's me because you know do it. There, there, there's an Italian here. I don't want to offend them. If do it was it. just me and you, I would, I would go for it. That'd be fine. <laughs> While working underground to fix a water main, Brooklyn plumbers and brothers Mario and Luigi are transported down a mysterious pipe and wander into a magical world. But when the brothers are separated, Mario embarks on an epic quest to find Luigi. Uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie, directed by Michael Yelenek and Aaron Horvath. Uh, Horvath, uh, director of the Teen, Titan, Teen Titans Go! movie, notably. Writers, Matt Fogel, who worked on Minions, Lego Movie, and Big Mamas, like Father Like Son. Uh, <laughs> partly produced by Shigeru Miyamoto, who had a, 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 a say in, in, in the storyline. And of course, Studio and Illumination. I think you can tell, yeah. Yep. Uh, and a Studio, of course, was Illumination. Uh, and the first movie uh, from uh, Nintendo. I also want to know. Yeah, I guess technically they're a studio directly in this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like a, there's like an official Nintendo, Nintendo production right. or whatever now. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And we got a score by Brian Tyler, who did films such as Avengers Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3. Thor: The Dark World, uh, Scream Five, uh, Five Cream. Sorry. Excellent. Yeah. So he did all the worst Marvel movies. Great. Shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah. he, did, he did a good job here, though. He did. Yeah. Yes. He did a great job here. For yeah. what's yeah yeah, yeah. what sparse moments there. We'll were. talk about the score. Yeah. Yeah. General thoughts. Top level. Let's start with DJ. He's our guest. Uh, did you enjoy the Mario movie? Sure. I. It, it was. It, it was it was a movie, I guess. You know, it, it wasn't like 
you know, I'm not a child, so I, I don't, it wasn't my audience, obviously, but mm. you know, it was, it was, it was moving quick and it was, there was some jokes that I was like, that's funny. And you know, it had some references that I was like, yeah, that, that, sh- that sure is a thing I've seen before. Yeah. I, my nerdum is better. Like I feel, I feel like they got me. So yeah, but it was, it was, it was what it was. Like it was pretty light on the story and like any sort of character moments that would make you be like, Oh, I'm feeling something right now. It was just like, uh, I guess, I guess we're doing some Mario stuff and this is kind of cool. But other than that, eh, it was okay. Fun. It could have been worse. could have been worse. Could have definitely been worse. We have to hit a hard pause here because DJ okay. went to go see this movie a couple days ago. And yes, what he thought was, he thought it was an empty theater. He was the only one there. And this man, I'm sorry, I have to out you decides I'm going to go sit in the upper right hand <laughs> okay. corner okay. as far as I could go. Okay. To here's, a kids here's, movie. <laughs> here's my explanation. Okay. Tell me. So I didn't, when I was buying my ticket, like five minutes before the movie, like on the online thing, I something glitched out and the seat I picked, which was like dead center last row, which in, this is a small theater. So like the back row is not like a bad spot. The back row, I would much prefer to be in the back of this theater than the front of this theater. So I was like, dead center, back row, perfect. I got it. That's my spot because it's an empty theater. Because of course, nine forty showing on Thursday night, no one's going to this in this small town. <laughs> so I was like, cool. This is just gonna be me, dead center. This will be sick. Something glitched out, and then my seat that I was picking was showing. Like I, I had picked it, then I refreshed something, and I went to check something else, and then it was showing that it was already selected. And I was like, I think this is bugging. So I could pick the seat right beside it and just assume it was being bugged. But I was like, what if there's one other dude and then I, we have to sit beside it? We can't do this. So I was like, okay. Oh, okay. I still like the back row, so I'm going to pick the one to the furthest thing. But also, no one's picked any seats yet, so I know I don't actually have to sit there. Like, once I get to the theater and it starts, like, we get five minutes in, I'll just move to, like, a more central position. Well, that makes and, sense. But uh-huh. then I get there. I'm the only one there. I'm sitting there on my phone. I'm like, I'm actually the only person here. This is sick. I love this. And then like a minute into the movie, I was like, I'm going to wait five minutes before I get up in case anyone comes in. Five, like one minute into this movie, this family walks in and they sit right dead center back row. And I was like, I can't get up now. They sit in the exact spot that like I would sit. And I was like, I don't want to go sit. I don't want to get up and like go like in front of them, right in front of them. Like that would be so weird. And I didn't want to like go all the way up either. And I was just like, you know what? We're just, we're just going to sit here. I guess this is, this is my lot in life, I guess. That's incredible. That's awesome. That's how I ended up just sitting in the very far corner. It's, it's funny too, because in the last row, there's not even a seat in front of me. It's like the, the walkway so i'm like kind of like on the every other seats like in a line then there's just like this weird section two seats off to the side and i'm just sitting there think so about as how far away from the screen as you could possibly yeah as is worse the worst possible seat you could pair yeah as far away as you could pick. <laughs> not, not even that think about the like the the mom or the dad walking in and seeing this it was man a dad and in the kids, corner of the theater <laughs> yeah i know i felt I felt like I was, <laughs> yeah no it felt weird it felt weird Incredible. I felt kind of bad too because I was like, I bet this dad was like, I'm going to the 940 showing for my kids so they can have, like on a Thursday night, so they can have like the only person in the theater experience. Like they're going to have a blast. And then yeah, they were just they silent the whole time. 
I would have been fine if the kids were just having fun. Like it would have been chill. Like go for it. But they, I think their dad was definitely like, shh, you know, (laughs) be quiet. There's one other dude here. Let them have their fun. Hugo, did you like the Super Mario Bros. movie? Did you watch this in English? No, I actually watched this in Italian. Mm, The native uh, tongue. The native tongue. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, the typical Brooklyn Italian. Uh, Yeah. It, and it was weird to watch it in Italian, actually. It's like the one character, okay, the one character who, like, has a, I assume it has, like, a strong stereotypical Italian voice in the movie is Mario's dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's doing, like, a whole thing. And because he's Italian, actually probably Italian. Right. Like, that, that yeah. character is supposed to be, oh, he's Italian, Italian, and he's speaking with a thick accent. And so in Italian, Everyone speaks with a flat Italian accent, like normal Italian accent. And then Mario's dad is still speaking Italian, but he's doing another thing. Like he's talking like this, but in Italian. And it's it's jarring. Ridiculous. It makes no sense. Uh, I'm sure nobody understood the reference because I I'm bilingual, so I get what's happening. But I'm sure every kid in there was like, What it was is this guy from Romania or something? Why is he talking like that? That doesn't make any sense. Um, doesn't matter, by the way. It's just one scene where it got weird. Other than that, I think, I guess seeing this movie dubbed or not doesn't really make a difference. I guess the song, the song was dubbed. The song was dubbed as well. Like they did a whole version of the wow. song, the Peaches song, uh, in Italian. Yes, yeah. What is uh, Italian for Peaches? Like what? Do, what do they call her? Pesche? No, but it's like no, it's Peach. Like, is it still Princess Peach? It doesn't. Right, like, it's not. It's a character name in that sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. So, yeah, it, it was weird. It was really weird. So, did they uh, sing Pesche, 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 Pesche? No, no. They said they sing Peach, Peach, Peach. Like, it's weird. It's not even on in the same exact rhythm. It's just very strange. Uh, I the song did not stick out to me because it was just like so weird that it was happening. And so, because I'd, I'd kind of heard it before, obviously, because it's been going everywhere online. So, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Whatever. But other than that, I kind of echo what DJ was saying. Like, the movie is fine. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's 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 a good, it's a decent, like, kids movie. Uh, I think it'll entertain kids and, like, there's enough there. And, like, oh, every time there's a music cue or a sound effect or, like, a little reference to mechanics and stuff i was like oh oh yeah that's that's cool that's the mario thing i like uh, it, it's very much though they didn't even try to like do something with it it was like oh no that's the thing yeah. this is mario like this is what mario is and i think that's where you can feel where nintendo's influence is like nintendo will do cool stuff with like gameplay in their games of course but then the the actual just setup of the game is like oh did he rescues the princess and fights bowser at the end and it's like this one's pretty much kind of that but they didn't really try to go for anything they had they do this little setup where like he's he's you know he's not sure of himself and his father is kind of disappointed in him and they he has to show him that he's a good plumber at the end or whatever and they they forget about that poem for 60 minutes until they get to the very end of the movie and his dad's like oh you're you're sick now all right cool oh you're great you're a great plumber now because you beat up the dragon with dragon turtle with uh, magic i guess i don't know whatever but like it moves fast it's it's funny in in the sense of just like oh look at that cool reference that's funny um 
I'd say really. I think I think what's great about it is the world, like the design of the world and the way they animated everything is is stunning. Like sure, it made me wish I could have like a Mario game on this level of fidelity. Not that it ultimately matters that much because it's really much more about the mechanics. But like, yeah, I had fun. It wasn't amazing, but I'm not mad about it. It's like a kids' movie. Yeah, the one thing that is kind of disappointing about the fact that they just didn't do anything with Mario or any sort of character. I mean, they do a little bit with Luigi, but like they pretty much don't do anything. Is that like sure. after watching, like going into the movie, I was like, of course you wouldn't do anything. They're Mario and Luigi. They're not real characters. And then coming out of the movie, I'm being like, but you could do something. You like, could I'm, do I'm something. Kind of like, yeah. You, it feels like, oh, yeah. Like, I feel like I actually could see a story I would enjoy in this universe. Like, not like sure. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's not Oscar bait, but like it could be something I would enjoy. And then the, I hope that that's something they think about for the sequel. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. people are like on board with like Mario having a story now. Okay, let's let's kind of do it because that that was the biggest yeah. thing where you just walk away from this movie and you just don't really feel anything other than like, oh, that looks sick. That that is exactly the thing because they humanized. They obviously in the games, literally they're characters. They just they just make noises and jump funny. That's it. Yeah. And in this one, they humanized them enough that you're like oh well this is a character and there could be a yeah. cool story and then they don't do a cool story they just kind of oh he wants to save his brother and peach wants to save the mushroom kingdom and then they fight bowser with with mario powers. and they even That's do it. take like, the vague <laughs> bits of story that they have from games too where it's like okay luigi's thing <laughs> yeah. is that he needs he's to be scared. braver and more scared and he's scared sure, all the time. yeah okay you could have played that up more. You could have done a lot more with that, you know? And, like, you could have done the same thing for Mario, right? And it just, there, there just was Yeah. Like... And even in the stuff that they did as far as, like, showing the mechanics, it's like, oh, there's a Mario Kart sequence, and there's a kind of a Smash Brothers sequence, if you want to call it that. And there's, like, a sequence where he's jumping on, on platforms and stuff. I feel like they could have done more, even just of that. Like, when they go to see... The Kongs, I'm like, you're going through all the Mario worlds and they're all so well realized. And you could have had like a, a little a action sheet. Yeah. Like it was just a montage. You could have had like a little challenge that they have to face in each of the worlds, just like a little thing that that shows that, oh, look, they're using the mechanics in a creative way. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. He gets a like, fire flower and he has to destroy some boxes. Or yeah. Something. Like break some bricks and blocks. And yeah, I feel like they could have done a little stuff. more of that stuff as well. But yeah, whatever. have a snow Christian, world what... where you have to drop a penguin on the, on off of yeah. incredible. Yeah. Cause like here, here's the, you guys are right. Like you have a whole setup where he has a training arc, but like, is that ever utilized? Yeah. You know what I mean? No. no, no. He never right, like, immediately he has to learn how to arc. jump and stuff, and he never jumps on stuff again. And no. that's the one thing Mario does is jump. Jump immediately after the arc, he just gets mucked up by Donkey Kong too, and just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. all right, I guess, I guess his training was useless. Yeah, but it's until DK. he gets the star. But the end, he just does get, get ju- basically just use drugs, and you'll be stronger. Yeah, like that's just, that's hell yeah, yeah. Legalized yeah. trend, um. Dude, there for, for real though. I think my biggest thing is like, um, like I, I wanted that there be a, like a bit more emotional stuff. Like people think of like it's hilarious that people compare this movie to like the emotional depth of, of a Pixar movie because like Pixar is still like a kids yeah. kids movies. Like they're like not that much deeper. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like there is still like there are there like, are moments yeah. there are quiet moments and moments of reflection and, and like what I would call like um, I don't know trust that kids can be a bit more patient and emotionally intelligent and i wish illumination would make more room for that because there are more levels that take longer 
than the exploration of generational trauma in this movie, which is a very funny <laughs> sentence to say, but like, come on, it's like 90 seconds of like, oh, my dad just hates me. Like, this just don't, yeah. don't put it in. Yeah, just make a fun movie. Like, there's no reason for Mario's family to be disappointed in him. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Just yeah. do it Mario level if you're going to do that, you know? Yeah. I have so many questions here. Uh, there's some of them are ridiculous but i want to start with something cool that i thought that we kind of mentioned was brian tyler's score the moments that they're oh. doing renditions of mario's songs are fucking awesome i wish yeah, they lasted the longer than like 15 incredible. to 30 seconds yeah, i needed yeah, way no, more so yeah every time they do the mario score it's like wow they redid it and it's an orchestra it's so cool cut to a licensed music yeah, Touch and we never every time. We, yeah, and we never get that stuff in the games either because when they do do their orchestration, yeah. it's like, well, here's New Donk City and it has a new track. I'm like, not to not to be mad at the New Donk City track. I don't remember. But I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> but like, we don't get like the OG stuff. Nintendo's not like remixing like all of the OG songs that everyone loves. That they're not really doing that. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to get it here. But there were yeah, and it's uh, like especially during the action sequences is like just do like why are we not hearing mario kart music and instead there's thunderstruck by acdc now <laughs> like what is the point of that Even i like, wasn't as bothered movie's... as it like i wasn't like uh, i wasn't just like hell yeah thunderstruck i've never heard this needle <laughs> drop in a movie but i wasn't like I wasn't like pissed off. I guess like I had the I no. had everyone t online tell me that they were pissed off about it. So when it happened to me, I was just like, that wasn't that bad. So I guess that's part no, of it. Not, that was pretty pissed but, off. It's not like a, not like pissed off, pissed. but it's just like a missed opportunity. Yeah. Like, oh, I agree. Just I do agree. the Mario music, you know. You have yeah. great music. Why are you? And not believe it or not, these four-year-olds this movie is pitched for have not heard Thunderstruck and don't don't care. And this could be their awakening. Maybe. maybe. And it goes meta as well. Like at one point, Mr. Blue Sky is playing, which yep. is like recently been made, you know, back it brought back into the public consciousness because of Guardians of the Galaxy. And now Chris Pratt is playing Mario and they play Mr. Blue Sky again. And it's like, is that a reference to the Marvel movies or why? What's happening? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I will say that there was like 30 seconds of Mario Kart music when they're picking their carts that I thought was sick because I, I had right. just played Mario Kart the night before. I was like, hell, hell yeah. Cool. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't even notice it because, yeah. You're in the corner. Yeah. Every hear. time they actually do yeah. uh, either sound effects, like every time sure. they do a sound effect, I was like, oh, yes, this is great. And every time they do parts of the music uh, that they wrote for their, for this, it's, it, it's great. Uh, I wish they would do more of it. Um, I have some more questions here. Uh more broad stuff. I'm going to save this one for last. I'm going to, I'm going to highlight this for a second. Um, but I want to talk about cast of characters. Of course, we have Mario, Luigi, Keegan-Michael Key as a, as Captain Toad, oh, I think. He was great. Toad was like the, carried the movie, honestly. He you was think? the best character. More than oh, DK? Yeah, he was, Seth Rogen? D, but DK was like in and out. But like Toad was there. Toad was there the whole way. He was the best. He was good. DK, DK was great too, but yeah. I quite liked Jack Black as Bowser and more specifically, like, I forget the name of this character, but like the little dude who like dresses up in drag as Peach. Whoever played Magic Koopa? That little freak. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Yes? The blue dress? Like, yeah. Was it? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Or Kamek in the modern sense, but Magic Koopa originally. The voice acting for, for them two was, was, I thought was great. Like, I was thoroughly entertained by them, which is the point, you know? It there's like every time they cut to them that was the only times where i was like oh this is a successful joke like this is actually funny 
Yes. Yeah. When he's, they're trying, like they're, he's like rehearsing what he's going to say to Peach and it's him wearing the Peach dress. That, that's funny. That's, that's a cool bit. I was entertained. Yeah, yeah. I, which I guess goes back to, I didn't, I didn't even get to say my general thoughts, which is, I didn't think this movie was bad. I'm not going to go that far, but I didn't think it was necessarily good no. either. I think it hit the bare minimum and I think their point is to entertain. Obviously, successfully, fiscally, it's successful. Um, I don't know, man. If kids are having a good time and adults are having a good time and they're enjoying it, then I, I think it was fairly. I, I think I'd call it successful, and, and I enjoyed it. What What are you? What did you go laughing at? Sorry, because you made me think of this. There was this one kid in my theater. It was a bunch of kids, and um, they were actually not. They're not bad. They were not super loud. There was actually a parent who was really rude and talking a lot. Because he was like, oh, I'm taking my kids. I don't give a shit about this movie. Just uh, and he talked throughout the whole movie. That was rude. But like the kids were fine. But this was one kid. Every time a new character would show up, he would like, that's Bowser. And just shouting out like that. It was great. It was like, oh, that's, oh, this is Mario now. It was, that was funny. You like, can't get mad at even, that. He, that's, that's sweet. No, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't even doing, he wasn't even talking the whole time. It's just, a, and whenever something specific was happening, he would just shout it out. Oh, that's Diddy. Donkey Kong. Did he pick up on my boy Diddy? Yeah. No. And Funky? Oh, what a loser. Yeah, what a loser. Funky wasn't in it, was it he? Must... Right next to Diddy. There was, uh, was, and was Dixie. Yeah. And, uh, that was Dixie and Chunky. Oh, it was Chunky. It wasn't Funky, Funky, right? Chunky. I think Funky is is in a back is in a cart in a in the background at one point is he? i never i never i think so. I, I gotta say i gotta cr- turn in my uh funky kong fan club card i guess you know <laughs> cranky kong as, as president of the club it's gonna be tough to rewalk someone else but you know damn hate to see it uh i gotta say i i have a bone to pick with cranky kong as some kind of okay. king or emperor of this land just make him an old nope. man you know go back to your roots i don't know i, I don't actually i don't have any actual takes on cranky kong i'm just talking there you go my take on cranky kong is i was actually surprised they were they were doing the father-son thing but they did not mention the fact that cranky kong was the original donkey kong the fact that they were doing the father-son thing was making them think oh they're gonna do a joke about how no one knows this really weird piece of lore and then they didn't is this real is that real i didn't know yeah the, the donkey kong in the original mario like Marwin, you know, he's he's throwing the barrels. That's Cranky yeah. Kong yeah. in the Donkey Kong that's, Country games. That's Cranky? Yeah, so he grows up and then he's like, he'll tell in Donkey Kong Country, like he'll go into his like little hut to save and he'll be like, ah, I had some battles too back in my day. Ah. That's so the guy you play no, is in Donkey Kong Jr. That, that doesn't mean anything. Vines, that guy grows up to be Donkey Kong. That is way too obscure to be like, that's the connection. Like, but, oh, that but that's when they were doing father and son stuff. I was like, oh, they they're gonna do that. a joke about this. Funny. Like they're gonna bring up, like, oh, I used to fight Mario too, and all this stuff. It was just like, no, we're not doing this. This is not a thing mm, in this world. Mm, all right. Sure. <laughs> you what know else? another funny thing about this movie? Tell me. Um, you know how like Alice falls into the hole and goes to Wonderland because she's like wants to escape her own life and she follows the white rabbit. Mario is just fixing pipes and happens upon a green pipe and goes into the I mean, he wasn't having a great time either. He never said he wanted to leave Earth, but I'm sure he did. (laughs) But it's funny that he's just like, oh, I guess there's a green pipe now. Like the setup for the movie is Yeah, it's so random. All right. (laughs) It's just like the old movie. Sure. 
like the live action one. I, I, I I've never seen one. it. So, really? Yeah. It's the same thing. I I went to go watch it actually one night this week before watching the original, and I was typing in like, how do I watch this movie? How do I watch this movie? Like I was bought looking around for like ten minutes, I couldn't find it, so I was like, uh, gave up. No, yeah, too it's, much work. It's basically been canceled from existence. I think it's only on DVD or something. Yeah. We got to so, find it. I've seen basically all of it from, you know, 20 years of watching YouTube clips. So Nice. We have not mentioned uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, who nerds are, some nerds, at least right-wing YouTubers, conservatives, you know, it's too woke, yeah. this Peach character, which is just silly. And did you see the funniest bit is like, there were a whole bunch of videos about how the movie was too woke because Beach can ride a motorcycle. Like she's she's not even like everyone is like, oh, she's a Mary Sue. She doesn't actually do anything in the movie. She gets no. saved ultimately. Like she's just kind of oh, she rides a motorcycle. And I she mean, she jumps. does have that ice flower sequence. Not to give credit to the weird right wing dorks, Bro, but... but like whatever. Like she, it's not even yeah. like oh, she like because from what. But how, from how they were talking about it, I was expecting, oh, Mario is going to end up being the one who gets saved at the end. But he's yeah. not. Like, he's really just doing the Mario thing. Whatever. I, and like, she knows thing, more about the world, but, like, that just makes sense. Exactly. Like, she's, yeah. she's, she's there. there. Yeah, Mario is the point of view character here. Like, this, make, this but, just kind of makes sense. But the funniest thing is, as soon as the movie started making money, the opposite narrative came out and like Steven Crowder did a video on this and it was like, oh, the anti-woke Mario movie uh, is making you a bunch of money compared to all the woke Disney animated movies. And it's like, so they switched. First of all, they switched. First of all, they switched, which is hilarious. And also like, in how is this movie like anti-woke? Because Peach is blonde and not a black girl? Like, is that the only thing? Like, what's... How did it's you two brothers and not like it's yeah it's two brothers and not a brother and sister you know it's terrible yeah, again, How dare they? Like, nice. it's so it's so stupid yeah. uh but you yeah. just tell them they're just like we well, just need okay now now that trying, this is making yeah. money let's change and let's Shit, figure like out a way money. to do we this we can't yeah. say we can't hit the go work go broke button so yeah. it's just like we have to come out come up with something else, whatever it's so dumb yeah, take notes so dumb. the marvels am i right fellas insane yes. people so are insane right. so right so right um, for the uh, just for uh, that was a joke everyone you guys can you guys tell me about like the voices like how were they because i i saw this in italian so i'm kind of curious about they're great how the actual voice like was it worth doing all this marketing about who voiced who probably yeah i'm not gonna lie every time seth rogan laughed as donkey kong i giggled it helped that I went to go see this movie high, but legit, like I, I, I thought it was great. Like even like people gave shit to Chris Pratt or, you know, beforehand, I'm one of them. I thought it was fine. Even like his, there was a moment at the beginning of the movie where they're doing the typical Italian accent that like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That you would expect. Oh, like that, what? In the, that in the you, advert or whatever? Yeah. When they're doing the commercial, like they did that accent or whatever. And uh, I thought it was great there too. Like he, he kind of nailed the Mario-isms, uh, I guess, but no, it was great. My particular favorite, definitely... oh, go ahead. okay, go for it, go for it. Was the Luma, which I fucking yes. loved. That was incredible. Was so funny. That was funny. That was no. so that was good. Funny. Actually good. Yeah. Actually really good. Yeah. Sorry, did you go ahead? Uh, I I would say Chris Pratt's definitely the weakest of the set. Sure. Like every like when it was Chris Pratt, there was like a couple moments where I was just like, "That's Chris Pratt." Yuck. <laughs> but everyone else, I was just like, "Charlie Day." That's that's 
that's pretty fun. Seth Rogen, that's pretty fun. Ann Taylor Joy's killing it. Jack Black is Bowser, obviously killing it. So I was just like, ah, all these other voices are actually really, really good. Chris Pratt was one where I was just like, ah, it wasn't offensive ever. It was just like, oh yeah, this is offensive. Fine. <laughs> not I'm, that I'm, I'm like offended at Chris Pratt's Mario. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Trust me. I do want to make a quick uh, call out. There was one moment that I like did get really excited about some kind of reference or Easter egg, and that was seeing uh, Yoshi's Island. It's like hell yeah. Mm. I love Yoshi's Island. <laughs> Sweet. And seeing the ba- baby Mario and baby Luigi too. Yeah, for sure. That was funny, for sure. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. I, I want to also wanted to say I, I did I did wish the um I guess the fire flower scene was a bit longer. Like if we're gonna have like an emotional scene, I did wish that like was it I don't know, a minute longer at least. Before yeah. Hugo's already smiling. Whatever. What do you want me to do, man? What do you want me to do? No no no, I, I agree. I'm not disagreeing. I just think I just think it's funny is it, how is this it, movie. What? No, no, no. I, I, I completely agree. I'm not disagreeing. I, I, I actually find it funny to think about them writing this movie and saying, "Oh, I guess yeah, we'll throw an emotional scene in there, but it'll be like 15 seconds long, and we have to move quick because otherwise the kids will get distracted or whatever." I'm sure there's they're thinking about yes. that. Yes. And and here's yeah. my next point. Here's my next point because obviously they're going to make more of these. Illumination will for sure make a Mario movie too. We already got a tease at it. Uh, from the yeah. post-credit scene, what do you want from a sequel? Because for me, that's like, oh, is it so wrong for me to expect like quiet moments or you know like more emotional depth out of these movies? I don't think so. Like the throwaway line is it's for kids, and it's like, well, can we not teach kids a little bit something along the way? Like think about the Iron Giant or you know other oh. kids movies. Like there's room for that, and obviously DJ said that earlier. Like what we can do, we can make Mario a, a character we can learn from. So I, I would like a little bit less illuminationy minionsy stuff from the second movie because I had fun with the first one. I'll go see the second one. Why not? Uh, for me, it's like pick a, pick a lane more than anything. Like if mm. you want to just do the Mario thing, as I said, like make it all about oh we're doing the mechanics and we're doing cool action sequences that are like taking the mechanics from the game and turning it into an action sequence in the movie. And we're doing the music and it's fun and whatever. And it's just like, it's all like action and the story is whatever. That's fine. But if you're going to humanize them and give them like a, a disappointed from their family angle and, and whatever, then do something with it. I'm just saying like, if you're going to introduce like an emo- like sort of an emotional depth to the character, then then do something with it. And if you're not, don't, which is fine, I guess, as well. Just kind of, you know. Sure. I feel like the movie is trying to do everything uh, and it's like, you don't need to like either make a movie that is a little more, that has a little more emotion in it or don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're just going to do a crazy high speed movie where just, you're just going through like cool, funny Mario mechanics, that's fine. But then do more of them. I agree. God, you're yeah, so based. I totally agree. That's what I want. I will say this. If the Nintendo cinematic universe is real, I will end myself. If Illumination touches Zelda or Metroid, I will end myself on camera. Okay, good. I was scared of you were. I, I was scared you were going to be like on board with like the no. Super Smash Bros. movie. Nope. Yes, thank you. God no. Because as we ta- as we talked about previously in this podcast, if they make a Zelda movie, it should just be Mononoke. Like that's yeah, it, that's the thing. That's the movie. Yeah. They should, yep. If they make a Metroid movie, it should just be Alien. Yep. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't want. I don't want us to be like in a, at the end of Mario Two. Blink walks up and he's just like he's voiced by like I don't know who should voice Blink like Aaron Timothy Taylor Johnson Shadow. or something oh, I don't know <laughs> and he's just showing up there I'm like 
he whacks a octa rock and then like i the tiger plays like i don't want to shut up <laughs> shut up dude that would be that would be really bad so let's, let's do like it he pulls out the letter and it's the invitation to the smash bros tournament. oh no <laughs> thunderstruck plays no, again but I, who's the think- who's the samuel L. jackson who's uniting everyone in this universe uh it's master hand i don't know um <laughs> They gave him an F bomb. Snake, yeah, oh, yeah, snake. snake. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. That's, That's how good. we finally get the Metal Gear movies that they have to do a Smash yeah. Bros. movie, and then snakes in the background. Everyone's like, "Who's that snake guy? Let's do a movie yeah. with that guy." Yeah, it'll. No, it'll... I, I do think I think I think they should stick to like the Mario Mario universe. universe. Yes. Like, if you want to bring in like I don't know Kirby or whatever, do it. That I'm I'm, sure. yeah. That's Samuel Jackson. But like, that sounds <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he has an eye patch and all that um but like if you're ever going to do like zelda i think zelda should be its own thing and metroid should be its own thing because it's so i hope different. they do to be clear like i that like, would if, it, get a good studio behind it and let's do it yeah. like i have faith in you guys now to like hire the right people but really? just don't make get an elimination people, movie get the people who did like uh how to train your dragon and give them yeah. a Zelda movie sure yeah that could be great that could be really good dreamworks uh yeah dreamworks they're too busy with donkey spinoff. Sure. Mm, but you know true. what I mean? Like, get someone who's going to make a movie. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, it needs to be, like, a super serious. But, like, you, you can make a really good animated Zelda movie, I think. <laughs> give, as long as you don't make it a, a, a Minions thing. Give Give me Dean Flesher Camp's Kirby movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> That's very much. Uh, but they like, should yeah. definitely do a Donkey Kong movie. That is heavily rumored right now. That I would be, I'd be yeah, into that. They could do Donkey Kong in this universe. They could do like, and I feel uh, like they were back to piloting it too. Sure, mm-hmm. and like maybe maybe you lead up like do a big Mario Kart movie. Just make Speed Racer, but it's like in the Fuck. Mario Kart uh, realm, and they go to all the different tracks. That could be fun, but but stick with that. I feel like there's certain Nintendo things that are. I think a they will more. Not, not to say that they're more highbrow because they're not, obviously. No. But, but there's a world, like there's a world building that you could do that is slightly more serious, uh, that I think could be cool in an animated form. Like even a Metroid movie animated could be cool if you do yeah. it right. Uh, mm. But yeah, but definitely not if it's you know cartoon uh, yeah. Samus. Uh, beating up people and and yeah. fighting against like Joker from fucking Persona Five. <laughs> <You know? laughs> is is Metroid T for teen or is that everyone? It's kind of different. Most of them are T. Okay. So when the kids grow up, we'll get Metroid. Yeah, yeah. I will see. We'll see. I, uh, okay. I also for Mar- I also don't, it up. to be honest. I, uh, I know, I'm sorry if I interrupt me. again, but I, to be honest, I think Mario is the brand and not Nintendo. And I think they know that. Like, I don't think uh, you yeah. come out with a Zelda mm. movie and it's as big as this one. I don't I think, think you right. come out with a Metroid movie and it's as big as this one. I think right. they'll make like six Mario movies before they make a Zelda movie. Yes. Like, yeah. they'll be like, oh, here's the Donkey Kong spinoff, here's the whatever spinoff, and then here's the Mario 2, 3, 4, and then like, ah, oh, I guess we'll get around to yeah. doing it. And, and even movie. the fact that the title is The Super Mario Bros. Movie it's like it's not even super mario brothers the movie it's the super mario brothers movie uh it just kind of gives you an indication i think of that like this is the brand this is what is so huge 
and and I don't think any other Nintendo brands are that big outside of like you know people who are more into games and stuff. Yeah. Some highlights I wanted to mention real quick because we we mentioned our like kind of grievances with the the cart racing stuff at the beginning, but the actual sequence was pretty stunning great. visually, pretty great. Yeah. Visually, like, visually, the movie nails everything in my opinion. Like I have no problems with the movie visually. Yeah, I like the art style. Yeah, Tanuki Mario, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Cat Mario, funny. Funny, yeah. I was surprised because like all the other th- power ups they were using were like throwback ones, and then they're just like, "What if we did the cat suits too? Like, why Any not?" World. Yeah, yeah. A strange pick. Any other stuff we didn't mention that you want to bring up? Uh, Hugo says not enough Yoshi. Yeah, but it was not. Aside from post credit. Yeah. No, they do show up at one point. They, when they oh go yes, the they montage, do. There's that like, you see a bunch yeah. of Yoshi's just walking by, by Jurassic Park style. Yeah. Funny. Yes, I would like to see some yo. She's yeah. cool. I will. I will say I don't care about the Peaches song, but whatever. I'm just. Uh, I don't care either. Yeah, Never whatever. Yeah. It's. It's not a good song, but it is very much like Jack Black being funny, yes. which I think is funny. Yes. So it, as a comedy thing, I think it's funny. It's but like well, yeah. It was worth him people see- saying it should get an Oscar nomination. Ah, uh, insane. That's a little too much for me. It is. Yeah. It can. It can be though for contention for best original song it is but like it, it's it's a but it's a comedy song like it's not you know yeah no no yeah i get it's i get it it's a bit and we love bits anything else uh final rate no. f- ratings ratings uh ratings yes i gave it a three out of five stars that's sure it wasn't it wasn't terrible i had a, i had a decent time I initially gave it three and a half, and then like I was like I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, it's three is fine. Three, three is, is fine. fine. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's fun, but it's a kid, it's a kids movie. It's you know, it is what it is. I hope uh, I hope the sequel is. We're getting to some galaxy stuff soon. That'll be fun. Oh god, yeah. yes, yeah. that could yeah. be fun. Yeah, I love Mar- be- Mario Galaxy. Again, like I I feel like what I would want from it is just like cut out all the like I don't need to see Mario and Luigi doing plumbing in Brooklyn having a fight. I don't think they will be. Yeah. Like you know, like just do do a level. I saw a theory though that I thought was would have been sick is that the okay okay so at the end of the movie when the like everything splashes into each other and since they're in New York that's how and since Pauline is the mayor in that like one interview scene at the start that this is how New Donk City happens. Sure. And then the sequel, it's that. just going to be New Donk City now. And it's going to be like a Mario world, but like we're real people and everything. And I was like, that that, that would be kind of sick. That's so funny. maybe, maybe I am like, you know what? Let's hang out in New York. Let's do some cool stuff in no, Brooklyn. Yeah, yes. But it, the now the street sign says like Critter Avenue. And it's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I'm okay with like New York as a thing in the movie. I just don't need to have this plumbing thing in it yeah. anymore. You know, I don't oh, need, I don't need to have them. They got to fix Toad's pipes, you know? I don't need... The plumbers of the Mushroom Kingdom. I don't need to see the little op-eds of, like, did 9-11 happen in the Mario universe? <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> anyway. Who cares? Yeah, yes. There are articles about yeah, this. Like, yeah. no, it didn't Jesus happen. Christ. It's a fucking kid's movie. Who Move on. Shit also? <laughs> like, just don't... Yeah. Don't go no. there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I gave it two and a half. I didn't think it was a good movie, but whatever, I had fun. That's all that matters. Next movie club. This month, 
April. Mm-hmm. April is the cruelest month, as T.S. Eliot says. This month is animation month because we're doing the Mario movie. Let's continue with animation. So, Hugo, I made I made you do a couple options. Do you have any ready to go that you want are cemented in for movie club? Cemented in necessarily. I I I kind of avoided Ghibli just because we've done Ghibli yes. movies before. I did. And too. I feel like if we get to watch uh, How Do You Live in a in in like a time frame that is similar to us, I think we could do an episode on that. So that would be another Ghibli movie. Uh, but I did want to have an anime film. Uh, at least yes. One option. And I was thinking of going with uh, Satoshi Kon's Millennium Actress, which I've been meaning to watch. Nice. Nice. And we do. I almost uh, picked another uh, Kon movie, which was uh, Tokyo Grandfathers. But it's not Christmas Tokyo right Grandf- now. Godfathers? Godfathers, I think. Yeah. Godfathers? Yeah. But it's not Christmas time, so I figured, eh, I'll save it for another time. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw in one of mine. What do you have in mind? Uh, I'm going to throw in a Makoto Shinkai movie, because Su- uh, Suzume just came out sure. this month. Yeah. So people are thinking of Shinkai. And uh, one that both of us haven't seen, which is five centimeters per second. And it's only an hour long. Okay. One hour long? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Actually, both my options Fair are enough. an hour long. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Oh God, uh, do we have the same one then? Maybe. Yeah, uh, you go. Yeah, probably. Were you also thinking of it's a it's such a beautiful day. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Okay, we'll come up with another one then. No, 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 uh, no. no. Other I, 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 I one is yours. That's fine. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you have another one. I have five options yeah. that I can pick from. Great. Then uh, I have it's such a beautiful day, which is like a an animated movie that's been made by like one person. Apparently, really, really good. Uh, so that's impressive. Sixty minutes yeah. of animation. Then you also yeah. wrote the yeah. whole story. That's pretty sick. Yep. Yep. And apparently, it's like really, really beautiful. Sweet and really yeah. Nice. And I, I think it's all on YouTube mm-hmm. on his like YouTube channel. Um, I have one possible. Do you think we'll ever do Insane Month? Be real level with no. me. Yeah, I would. I would. Then I'm gonna save yeah. this movie. We'll I'm gonna I'm gonna save this for another time for a rainy day. <laughs> okay. Uh, this one here. Uh, it's uh, is it anime? I I, I don't quite is know. It, is it Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F? No, but it should be. It should be a Naruto movie <laughs> instead. It's... Another critically acclaimed movie. <laughs> Uh, this one okay. by Masaki Yusa. This is available on HBO. 4.1 average sure. on Letterbox. The Night is Short. Walk on Girl. Okay, yeah. Great. I also had that on my list. We're going, like, we did a, like, a silly animated movie for kids. And now we're doing, like, auteur. <laughs> now it's Adult Swim. <laughs> uh, adult, uh, well, adult uh, animated movies for the thinking cinephile or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> for the thinking man. I almost I almost picked a movie with a penis in it, an anim- a man animated penis. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saving it for uh, Insane Month. Uh, great. There's an, a- okay, I don't even want to know what it is, to be honest. No. Great. So it's we have options. That was quick. quick. Is it? I was going to say, I would. It's not porn. Uh, folks, it's porn. I mean, that okay. is it. That is it. We, we hope did it. we did it. We discussed Mario Cinema. Thank you, DJ. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Did you have a good time? Yes. Be Everyone honest. Everyone follow yes. DJ on Backlogged. 
Yes, just follow me on Bad Hogs, not not anything play, else. Yeah, he plays so many video games. It's, it's crazy. I don't know. Like, yeah, I put twenty five hours great. into FIFA over the past like two weeks. So that's been that's which been year? Twenty three. You gave it three and a half stars. That's I did. That's just yeah. So okay, now, now we're in. so my so my, my okay. So here's what happened to be last night, Christian. Tell me something bugged out with my save file, and I'm like super picky about like. When I play a FIFA game, I don't want to play in the base settings because then it's like it's too arcadey, too much. It's too back and forth, like it's mm-hmm. too much. So I have like very specific, customized settings where it's like, okay, goalkeepers are this much better, the pass speeds this much slower, the shot error is this higher, and all this stuff. Oh, and something bugged out, and so like I had it perfect where it was like this is the soccer I want to play, and it's like kind of bite sized enough where I'm like I'm not playing 45 minute halves, I'm playing yeah. eight minute halves. And then last night something bugged out and I lost all of it. And I'm straight up just like, you know what? 25 hours. That's my journey. Now I can't, I can't go back. This is my jumping off point. I have to do this before I lose the rest of my life. And I play like 600 hours. So keep it real with me, DJ is, is, uh, is Arsenal taking it this year? Win the league. No, no, we blew it today. We blew it today. City's Sad. what three points behind now? They're four points behind four. for the game. I mean, the thing is, is like if we if we beat City, we we we're not gonna we got it. Like, there's yeah. no way we blow yeah. it. But if we lose that game to City, it's over. Even if we draw that game to City at this point, it's gonna be tough because we're we only have a we only have a one point cushion now if they win their game in hand. So even a draw is like, yeah, it's gonna be tough. I want Arsenal we'll to take see. it over City. Fuck City. Fuck yeah, Holland. Exactly. Yeah. Too good. Liverpool, top four. Inshallah. Let's get it. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going ha- to happen, dude. It, the it's turnaround is right now. Seven games left. Although, although United is without Varane and Martinez now for basically the rest of the season. Is, that, so. is there an editor who can, like, no, this, this is happening. This is happening. Tottenham. Trash. Chelsea. Yeah, shit. Doing terrible. <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Liverpool on the up and up. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're okay. Most respectful so, okay. topic side. Okay, I actually have a football take. Um, okay. Here in Italy, uh, Napoli, Naples, is about to yes. win uh, Serie A, and uh, people are expecting like people to die on the ce- in the celebrations. And yeah. Stuff. We should like, go. Naples is Naples is crazy. Uh, every year they like it's like a lawless <laughs> disaster at New Year's, and they haven't won the Serie A in like since Maradona was here, I think. So like forty. That can't years. be true. Uh, no, it is. Like I'm pretty sure it is. Like, and uh, they'll they'll be shooting guns in the air, and it'll be crazy. Uh, As they should. So mm. That's that's yeah. That's I don't know one. Who's won it? Inter probably. I'm cheering for them in champs too, even though they it doesn't look they're gonna make it past this round. But we'll see. Man, Champions League. Yeah, that that was my. I just uh, I thought it was funny. I mean, it's not funny if people die, but like, oh, no, it's, it's not. Well, it's kind of crazy. Listen, listen but, as a Canadian hockey fan, I can say it's all good in sports celebrations. You can do whatever you want. I think, I think it's great. If someone dies as a result, it's cost of doing business. You know, it, it wouldn't it could be, be worse. You could lose they it. Fire, they fire in the air. It's just that sometimes you just happen to. Sometimes yeah. you miss. Yeah. Yeah, it it is what it is. Before we end the show, anyway. Before we end it, one last question to DJ. Who's okay. winning champions? 
Who's winning champions? I think it's City, dude. It's probably gonna be City. City, City Pep, looks tough to beat. More Pep, importantly, Pep's first. I, I don't oh. think Madrid. Who's getting an NBA championship? Who's getting the NBA? <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. Hey man, it's been pretty exciting so far. Madrid, uh, Madrid doesn't look like they got it this year. Liverpool's out. Liverpool's Napoli's out. on the brink. I don't believe Milan's got it. So yeah, I think it's I think it's cities to lose at this point. PSG's done. Bayern's basically done. Bayern, with yep. three. Bayern's done. So yeah, I, I think it's cities. But I mean, I would love to see an ups. Like people are talking about Benfica, maybe it's maybe they're doing really well. So mm. I mean, if Napoli go out, I'll be on the Benfica's wagon. But part of, but part of me also is like anyway, I want City to <laughs> do so well in the Champions League that that they yeah they they like, get tired legs for they get for tired and like they because they play. They play their second Bayern like three days or something before they play us. So I'm like looking at that game and I'm just like, oh, well, here's Bayern the thing. better put up a good fight because you better you better be tired when you come or when we come to the Etihad. Hugo, I'm sorry, but Pep's gonna take out Holland in the 60th minute and saving him for Arsenal. Oh yeah, that's that's the thing that sucks with them up three nil now is that it's <laughs> like they're just gonna be like, yeah, I guess I guess Foden can play in this game and like uh, we'll just start all the other guys God. and Alvarez will start and. Uh, Football, best sport in the world. Anyway, uh, I think sport. I think uh, I think the Phoenix Suns uh, beat the Milwaukee Bucks for fourth three in a seven game series in the finals, and Kevin Durant gets uh, Finals MVP. Uh, if, cut the podcast. Okay, okay, if Hugo gets his cut NBA stream, playoffs, stop recording. NBA playoffs, I get my NHL playoffs minute. And I'm, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking an 0506 rematch, Carolina over the Edmonton Oilers. And the Stanley Cup final. And the Leafs do get over the hump and make no. the conference final this year. But those to Carolina. That's all that in the Leafs Carolina 02 <laughs> Eastern Conference Championship final rematch. Take that, Pacific Revision. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Each year, Pacific Revision. Folks, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember to give us a sub to stay up to date with all our cinema yeah. thoughts, football also, thoughts. Also, if I if I get it right and the Suns wins in seven against the Bucks in the finals, do I get like a something? You yeah. can bet a free on it. Shirt? I'll give you. I top. put my parlays down shirt. this morning. Right. I don't yeah. want to bet on it. I'm poor. Bet on it, man. Bet on it. I Whatever. put ten dollars on both of the Eastern and Western <laughs> conference, like parlays for who was going to win in each conference. So they both pay like fifty something bucks, but I, I took favorites all the way for both of them. So. Hmm. Mm. Think about it. I heard color. No, no, I'll stop now. Uh, Colorado's good. Colorado's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you knew what I was going to say. All our cinema thoughts here on Large Popcorn. Until next time, we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, Ryan Johnson. Long live Chloe Zhao in Denis. We trust. Wahoo! Nice. <laughs>